Welcome to the Carmed Rebels podcast. I'm Jenny Field. I'm Advita Patel. And I'm Trudy Lewis. Today, I want us to talk about habits and how habits form the way we work, the way we live, the way we do hit our goals and objectives. And this is driven by a book that I think have we all read it, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yeah, I read it in January. You've read it, haven't you? Have you read it, Trude? Uh, James Clear? Yeah. Yeah. um, I've I've listened to it and um, I'm, I'm really impressed. Love it. Yeah, it's a great book. And I thought it'll be a really good conversation for us to have today. Based on conversations I've had with other people about habits, especially through coaching, through the leadership work that we do, through the client work that we do, because habits are something that I think everybody should really be aware of, right? Because bad habits and good habits. And James Clear kind of talks about this in his book. But I wanted us to kickstart this conversation and hopefully inspire some of our listeners into changing habits that they don't like Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe introducing new habits to help them grow and develop and hit their goals and objectives. And that's what James Clear talks about. And I thought I'd start with Jenny because Jenny's very (laughs) good with habits. Very good with habits. I'm not too bad with habits. I've had to, I've had to get better with habits. Um, and I've had to, I've had to make conscious changes to what I do. I think you have such the reason I picked <laughs> reason I picked Jenny to kick this off picked is because Trudy and I, you know, we often talk about getting into a routine and forming a habit of having good practice in the way we get through our day. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, um, well, I've admitted quite several, several times on these podcasts about being the queen of procrastination. Yes, it's true. Um, and I've now come to terms that procrastination isn't a bad thing it's to do. Not. It's really good for reflection and having time. But there's also making sure that you are not allowing your procrastination, and this is talking about me, uh, run away with my day. Yes. And you have a great habit of putting a routine together and sticking to that routine from the, from the smallest things from not having your telephone or phone, mm-hmm. mobile, telephone. What am I, 1992? <laughs> your telephone. <laughs> telephone. I just unplug yeah. it from yeah. the socket yeah. and then lift the handset. <laughs> and dial. Yes. Telephone, oh yeah. my goodness. Your mobile device uh, in your bedroom. Yes. You, you have a way and that's a habit that you formed and yeah. you formed habits over time. Things with like, you know, when you, and I know this is true with eating and drinking and all that kind of stuff is that, it's the small changes that you make every day that makes a big difference, right? Yeah, it is. And and I mean, James talks about that in his yeah. book. He talks about the one percent, which yeah. we've which we've talked about. I think the there are little habits that I've made. The important thing for me is not trying to make big lifestyle changes. Yeah. I don't do that. But I do have Mel Robbins in my head quite yeah. a lot. And we're we're all quite big fans of hers. We'll pop some links to her stuff in the show notes as well. But she always says, you know, no one's coming. And no one's coming to write the business plan. No one's coming to lose the weight. No one's coming to, you know, do the things that you want to do, essentially. And so she's in my head quite a lot as well. And the habits that I've put in place are things, sometimes things that have happened by accident that have been really beneficial. So the phone not being next to me only happened after I went camping in June, where for me to charge my phone when we were camping, it had to be outside kind of the bedroom bit of the tent, Mm. This is not a palatial tent. I feel like I should just clarify. <laughs> um, but to be into the electric hookup, it had to be in the outside bit next to the fridge. So I didn't have my phone next to me for what was nearly two weeks of camping, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and since then felt, gosh, it's actually been really beneficial. Like I've woken up, just gone about whatever I need to do. I'm not, you know, doom scrolling on my phone. 
I'm get, I'm reading before I go to bed. And I just enjoyed that for 10 days mm. and thought, right, I'm going to, I'm going to take this and I'm going to do it at home. So now you're right. My phone is in my office. So I have to get up to go and turn my phone off and then I'm up. So I get ready for my day, put stuff on, go out for a walk, whatever it is. And that's what I love about James's book is he talks about reducing the friction yeah. to enable the habits. Um, and if I do have my phone next to me, I just slip straight back into the old habit of just scrolling on it and checking yeah. stuff before I go to bed. Uh, it's so easy to yeah. just go back into doing that. Yeah. So it's just really helped me have that switch off time. And I do go to sleep much easier. Um, I do have better mornings as a result of that as well. So yeah, it's a good habit. And I am, you have to be quite disciplined. And I think that's the, you've got to try something. Yeah. N not for the 21 days and stuff like that. I don't think that's necessarily true, but it has to be something that is going to be a minor change that will have a big impact. And I think that's the that's thing, a big to, one, that's the thing to get the balance right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What about you, Trudy, and habits? How are you with your habits? Terrible. If you're the queen of procrastination, I'm the queen's cousin. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Um, and, and you know, I've reached out to both of you about the same yeah. thing, about making sure that I have uh, keep on track. Because again, what it leads to, the lack of habits leads to overwhelm for me. And it's really difficult. And so I yeah. consciously try to alleviate that. I haven't reached a stage where Jenny's reached where she's... Um, putting her phone away. I'm trying but, to make you do it, well, but I can't, yeah, can I? <laughs> well, I think the other day, one of the things I did was I diarised uh, a perfect day and put alarms on them and found that by doing that, I actually followed through on each one of those Amazing. things. It was, and, and so it's doable. And you're right, it's about discipline and, and the, keeping that focus. But it's also, you know, you've got to have a plan for it. You've got to be able to say, well, okay, this is how I'm going to handle this particular thing. Mm. And uh, not because things were urgent, but I got through, or at least I find that that level of focus can come for me. So sometimes I think I'm a lost case. I can't actually, <laughs> you know, oh, seriously, the woe is me. <laughs> sometimes I actually think that, but then it's when I take the time to concentrate and say, well, what do I really need to get done? What's really important to get finished today? And and actively do it within t a time frame yeah. and actually cut myself some slack. Um, so I find that I have been doing a lot better with habits, but I'm also of the ilk that, that there are good habits and bad habits. And sometimes we can't, we have to allow ourselves to do some of both of the things that, you know, we do, which are, are just habit forming. Yeah, And we've, we've kind of come along thing where people put put a lot of pressure on us to get everything right and to do everything, you know, to be that proactive, crazy person who gets everything done. And and really sometimes we need to cut ourselves some slack actually yeah, and just say, do. you know what? I am not going to get this done today. It will get done, but I'm also going to take a moment to relax or take a moment to go and do something a bit recreational. And then I'm going to get back to work. And and actually I found that um those you know, having that balance actually makes it better for me as well. Yeah. And James talks about a lot in his book around bad habits are caused by boredom and stress. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so true. Yes. So, well, eating. Think about eating. Oh, I know. And drinking and getting into really bad Not that eating's I'm, bad, but eating drinking. bad. Eating yeah. bad. I am definitely not a, like a huge drinker. I keep using <laughs> it as a drinker. And drinking. And drinking. And drinking. And drinking. Yeah. Yeah. We do say this is a bit like therapy sometimes. It is so. a bit like therapy. It is. But he really made me think about that because I, when I'm anxious or when I've got a lot on my mind, I have to 
watch something that I am comfortable watching, familiar with. So Friends, you know, yeah. it reminds me of like, because I've watched it so many times, mm-hmm. I, I'm really familiar with the characters, Big Bang Theory, things like that, that really calm me down. But And I've now got into a bad habit of watching one of them two shows before I go to sleep, like when I'm trying to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Because that noise of them, familiarity, calms me down and reduces reduce my anxiety. And I know that's not... Now, now, for me now in my head, bad habit wise, it's like I can't sleep now if I'm not having Sheldon or <laughs> Leonard or Rachel or Monica in my head calming me. It's such a weird. And, and when I read that bit in his book about boredom and stress, I thought it's so true. And he says, replace a bad habit with a good one. Yeah. To make a difference, yeah. right? And it's getting into that mindset of just that, what we said right at the start of this conversation, that 1% every day. Yeah. So, okay. I'm working really hard not to watch that show every single night. So I'll, I'll say to myself, right, it'd be to Monday because it can be a bit of a stressful start to the week. And then Wednesday and maybe on a Thursday, I'll watch it. But Tuesday and Friday and the weekend, there's no need, right? So you don't watch it. And I, re- I take my phone and put it on the windowsill. So I'm not quite there of removing it, removing it out of the room, but it's in the windowsill. So I know it's there Yeah, and it's close enough for me to feel comfortable, but far enough for me not to... Yeah, lean over and yeah. you know, and read tweets or Instagram, whatever I tend to do sometimes, doom scrolling, that we often do. So that I've done that, and it, and it has made a bit di- a big difference. And I said to you the other day, didn't I, about not working past a certain time? Yes. Mm. And because I don't have any dependents, it's easier for me, I would say, to carry on. Like yeah. you know, because I love what I do. We all love what we do, and it's easy to carry on. But you have to put that habit in place to say, right, I'm going to switch off at this time. And then even if it's easier to say, oh, yeah, go on, I'll just stretch it and we'll, we'll catch up at six, seven o'clock. Yeah. Like, no, I need to finish at this time. And with something like that, it's for me, it's not always about removing the friction, to no. quit, but it could be adding friction. So yeah. in lockdown, I found that I, you know, could be working quite a long time, but like you don't have any dependence, so could yeah. easily go into the evening. Um, and so I added friction to stop that. So I'd book an online gym class that you, you know, sort of checked into with a real person to kind of go, hi Jenny, how are you? I need the accountability. But I added in friction to to make sure that I didn't carry on. And Mm. and and that's where I I've learned about myself that for me to to maintain, you know, going to the gym and doing things like that, it has to be a class that I have to book, that I'm accountable to, to create the friction to make me do it. Mm. And it's that that's the bit that's important is if you've got something that you're trying to stop, even if even if you say, oh, I'll stop at half six, it's still easy to carry on. And I used to do it when I worked in London. I'd I'd sort of think, oh, I've got to leave at half five to get the train to get to, to get to the gym. Oh no, I've missed the train. <laughs> oh no, I won't get there. Because it's it you you yeah. can easily put things in place because that's what you're designed to do. You're designed to have an easy life and and not yeah. not do that. So mm. it's finding those little things that will you can change that will enable you to to have the behaviours or live the life that you really want to lead. Because he does say that bad habits um, add to your life. Yeah. It does add to your life, right? So you're going, oh, no, I missed the train. Oh, well, I'll just, you know, miss the gym. Oh, dear. Yeah. You know, and it it does help your life, but you have to recognise that. Yes. You have to recognise that you're doing that and it is forming a bad habit now of not getting finished. Yeah. Well, as long as you don't do it the next time and the next time and the next time. And I think, you know, it's so easy to, to to gradually slip into yeah. into a bad habit and and then you it you it just dawns on you out of the blue oh my goodness I'm doing this every single day yeah. Yeah. um I uh set things like uh I decided that 
after nine o'clock, there's nothing on television <laughs> to watch, but I have the television on perhaps as background noise a yeah. lot. Again, no dependence. There's nothing, nobody else fighting for the TV. Um, so literally, I, I might say to myself, I'm turning this off at nine o'clock. Um, there's nothing to watch anyway. So why, why am I keeping it on? And just, just saying that out loud almost stops me from, from sitting there mindlessly yeah. strolling through channels, just thinking, oh, there's nothing to watch. I mean, yeah. We- <laughs> but you're replacing that bad habit with something else. Yeah. So I bet, you, and I know you do this, like you, you read. Yeah. Or you'll you'll research something or you do something. You or say, I do you some know, exercise. So this is what oh, people, yeah. people say, okay. you know, when you say to people, oh, you need to stop doing that. You need to go to gym. You need to stop doing that. You need to stop overeating. You need to do... It doesn't help. It doesn't work. No, no. This is why he says, and the science behind it, and he does say, you need to replace that bad habit with something else. So mm. for you, switching TV off at nine because you know you're going to read. Yeah. Read and, and or do something. And then he talks about reward systems as mm-hmm. well, which works a treat for me. You do like a reward. I like a reward. I am a big fan of reward. And it's worked (laughs) for people that I share this with as well. So, you know, I have my, I have like a list of things that I need to achieve and then what I will get if I achieve them, right? And that, I formed a really good habit of that. So before, you know, I am in a privileged position where I can just get what I want to an extent, right? So I'll just buy it and not really think much about it. But now I'm very conscious of that. I can't do that or I can't buy that until I've finished this off. Mm. Yeah. And I formed a habit. So I will always sense check my kind of what did I promise myself at the end of this week if I hit my goals? Yeah. And if I don't hit my goals, I don't get it. And that's kind of driven and that's become a habit and it's also practice. And it works in work life, right? When you know you've got how how many times have we coached people or worked with people? And I'm sure it's something we're going to discuss with some of our coaching retreat folks is I just don't have the time. Yeah. I just don't have the time. I hate that. To do what I need to do. I just don't have that space to do what I need to do. And then, then when you ask them to kind of track where are their days going and where's the hours going, there's quite, it's really obvious. There's yeah. there's lots of bad habits. Mm. But it, but it's also letting go of some of those to make, you know, you've got to let go of them to make yes. room for the new. Yeah. And also coming back to Mel Robbins, she always talks about having to parent yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I love that phrase because actually you do, you yeah. know, you you have to parent yourself to eat the right things, look after yourself, all the all those different mm-hmm. things, and it's again quite easy not to. But that's such a big part for me because there has to be that no one's coming, which comes back to Mel's thing already. <laughs> you know, no one is coming, and if I do want to, you know, make sure that I'm going out for a walk every day because it's important to me to get the fresh air. I always feel better if I've started the day with a half an hour walk, and sometimes I do it with friends. But it's it's such a good start to my day that I have to put things in place to make that easier for me so that my brain doesn't go, just stay in bed. It's so nice and warm. Don't go outside, yeah. <laughs> which is what it will do, yeah. you know, but you have to, you have to put things in place to, to enable you to do those things. And I think it's about working out what are the, what are the things that you want to do that you don't feel you've got time for? And then let's talk about how we make time for them because yeah. you will be able to make time for them. I yeah. firmly believe that. Yeah. And it's understanding the benefits of doing that. And I think, yeah. you know, he spoke about it in his book about, and this kind of surprised me, you know, when you used to get that old thing that you try something seven times and then once you do it seven times, you'll stick with it. Yeah. He's like, nonsense. Nonsense, no, you yeah, it's 21, it's 21, no. it's the 21 days as well. It's the 21 nonsense. days yeah. thing. He said it's the, it's the frequency yeah. from memory, it's the frequency with which you do the habit that's yeah. important. It's not the number of days yeah. with which that you sort of carry it out. So if you did it like 10 times in a day, I don't know what habit that would be. Eat some cheese. <laughs> 
cheese it doesn't have it. Then then that would kind of enable you yeah. to do that. And and it's and also consistency. Yeah. And I think that is so important. The the phone thing for me was probably easier because I'd done it for 10 days. So I almost didn't I didn't want to go back to having it next to me because I'd but been it's when you it. see yeah. the benefit yeah, exactly. of, yeah. of putting that phone down and the fact that you had sleep. Somebody, I was having a conversation with some friends recently and it came up about the fact that one of them had stopped eating sugar mm-hmm. and found that as a result of that, they were sleeping better. So the other person said, I'm desperate for a really good night's sleep. So maybe I should try that as well. Now, that motivation to get a night's sleep will be strong enough for that person to say, I want to try this new habit. doesn't mean that he'll never eat chocolate or never eat something sweet. It just means that it might be a case of pulling back on what you've been doing in order to get a bigger goal or something more attractive to you. So so it's... it's, and, And even when you think about rewards, having a good night's sleep could be a really great reward from just changing a habit. Yeah. It does, it, you know, that is a big thing. It's, mm. a, it's a big deal. And I think it's important to recognise that. And there's also this thing about, oh, new new me, you know, new year, new me. <laughs> yeah. New, I'm going to change. I'm going to do all these resolutions. Yeah. All this great thing. And then what I recognise is that those people who do that, and I'm guilty of this, you know, you fail within a, d- a couple of weeks because you've... Yeah. you've day put, even some. A day. Because you put so <laughs> <An> much... <hour. laughs> put, yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I am not going to do it. 20 minutes later. I thought you were going to do that. I just did that. But yeah, I, did I, with in, I did with Instagram. Like, I'm not going to scroll. I'm not going to look at reels. I'm just going to leave it alone. And literally 20 minutes like my f- habit is like picking up my phone. Yeah. And like, I have to be so intentional with putting my phone in airplane mode and all that. But it is what happens is when you put too much pressure on yourselves to become this new person, that's when it all goes wrong. Yeah, totally. It all goes wrong. And James, again, says it's not about being a new person. It's about going back to what you were before. You formed this habit. Nice, yeah. It's true, right? Yeah, because there was a version before this. Yeah, you didn't You didn't come out of your mum's womb smoking 20 packs. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> heard if, if you have, let, let me know. <laughs> or, you know, and stuff like that. Or you didn't, you know, you didn't... A baby, I don't think you would have grown up eating burgers, right? Or stuff no. like that, whatever. So he's saying you can always go back to before the habit was formed. Like my the phone thing for us, because we're all of a certain age, we did have phones before, you know. All right, I was in my early 20s when I got my first mobile device, but it wasn't a smartphone. No. But it's, it's, and it's recognizing as well, there are people who will turn you into those bad habits. So, yeah. Social media is the biggest bad habit for, I think, a lot of people. And social media phones will keep you on their platform because you're making money for them. Yeah. And it's a really, if you haven't listened to this fab interview with Stephen Bartlett, which I know we've mentioned a few times on our podcast, Diary of the CEO, there's a podcast episode with, I'm going to remember, John S. Harris, I think he is, and and we'll make sure it's in the show notes. And he talks about, it's a procrastination one, but he talks about habits and that, because he says that what we need to remember is that social media companies are earning lots of money from us visiting their site and keeping us on that. And one of the one of the reasons we stay on the site is because social media companies have become clever in making us feel angry. Yeah. And when you feel angry, you want to continue yeah. like feeding that anger. It goes, you know, and, and you, you spend more time on that than you do if you were feeling more happier. Yeah. And he said, it's really clever technique. It's a behavioural science thing. It's really clever. And we have to be clever enough to recognise that. Yeah. And be quite strict with ourselves. Yeah. And this is making me think of that book, 
46 ways you're not so smart or something that I yeah. read a few years ago. <laughs> and and I remember, you know, the, the last few years have been have been quite tough sometimes in conversations we've had with people who, you know, have been quite challenging. And trying to say to people, look, you know, you are we are all kind of manipulated to some degree all the time. Yeah. And then yeah. everyone's like, no, we're not. You know, I know my own mind. No, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> because I think there's an understanding of how our brains work yeah. and, and what's going on around us that does make it difficult to, yeah. to make habits. But the 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 piece around kind of being happy and that motivation stuff is making me think about all sorts of things around the people that that will often say, you know, you might have like a wedding or something to aim for that you want to lose weight for. Let's use that as an example because yeah. that's often the, the easiest. But they don't achieve that goal. Yeah. And is it is it that you don't achieve that goal because it's not really that important to you, or there's a deeper rooted thing there? Because sometimes it's easy to say, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this goal by the by the wedding, and I'm going to make these small changes to get there, and then you still don't hit it. You know, mm. so h- how does that work from a habit perspective? I'm looking at you, Advita, like you're a habit oh, expert. I, now. I just yeah. wanted to say one thing. One thing. Um, so, so James Clear has a great quote that actually su- answers that. Okay, it's, it's perfect. Like, Lovely. You do not rise to the level of your goals; you fall at the level of your systems. And so, I would say that the yes. person who doesn't meet those goals. Hasn't got the right um, systems. Hasn't got the in right place. systems in place to to actually achieve yeah. them. And you're right because it is about the systems. Uh, it's yeah. not about the goal. No. And I think maybe that's where we keep falling down. Well, we focus yeah. so much on the goal. The goal, you know, we write goals everywhere, and we a, a lot of the times we create goals that are actually out of our reach for that particular time. Yeah. yeah? Um, and they might sound nice. They might be things that you really want to do. Doesn't mean that you won't eventually do them. But the goals are bigger than where we are at that moment. And you taught me something, Jenny, very, (laughs) it's true, very, very, very strongly that I was looking at uh, the bigger picture, the big thing, rather than looking at the steps towards getting there. So my system in that situation would have been, let me take a real good look at some of the things, the stepping stones to get to that bigger goal. And let me focus on how I can build habits and, and activities around those it will get me there eventually. It's just that I'm not sp- spending all my time focusing on, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds or I'm going to, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's, you're so right. We did yeah. have that conversation. That, yeah. Yeah. I remember. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a, you're so right. It's a system. Yeah. If you don't have that system in place, you will fail. Yeah. That yeah. habit will not be. Totally. We do, we focus so much energy on the objective. And we talk about goals and objectives, which is, they are important, but and I always say to people, right, what's your goal and what's your objective? Let's work back backwards yes. from that. Yes, yeah, totally. Let's work backwards from that. If your aim, if you are an internal comms officer, for example, and you want to be an internal comms director, you saying to me, I want to be an internal comms director in six months' time, I'm, I'm going to say, we need realistic, right? Let's be real. There's no, I'm not saying you're not going to be an internal comms director, but let's put a realistic time frame on that. Let's say two years, three years. Let's work backwards from that. So what do you need to do to get there, yeah. right? Step And working backwards to get you to the starting point is much more achievable yep, than it is. saying, I want to be an internal comms director and then not getting there. So then you then thinking it's you and you failed. And we then we go into this whole, you know, self-esteem gets knocked. Our imposter syndrome goes out there crazy. And we talk a lot about people not having confidence. And you know, I love talking about this, but... It's because the confidence is often not because we we don't have those systems and the support right. network around us. You know, so when I so say use losing the weight for the wedding thing, if you don't have, you know, if you're going to keep buying the donuts because you walk past a donut shop every every week and you're tempted, then don't walk down that street. Yeah, because you put the friction in. Put the friction in. 
Yeah. And 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 you're right. And it's making me think of another book that I read, um, Story of My Life, uh, which is Soundtracks by John Acuff, which was recommended to me by Chuck Ghost in the US mm. who had suggested this book and it, it had been on my list. It was excellent mm. in terms of the soundtracks in your mind and how you can change the soundtracks and how you think. And that's really helped me. I think a combination of reading Atomic Habits, Mel Robbins' High Five Habit <laughs> and, and that, soundtracks yeah. with a little bit of looking after your health with the Four Pillar book. Um, I'll put links to all these in the show notes. But the combination of all of those together has really enabled me to look differently at how I live my life yeah. and and how I can better enable the habits and, and put you know the friction in or take the friction out, whatever's appropriate yeah. to make those changes. Yeah, yeah. And, and you've got to want to, want to have it. It's, yes, got, it's yeah, and and you've and it's got to be you know a deeper level. I always remember um, one of my personal trainers saying to me years ago, you know, it's not about losing weight. That's not a goal. No. Like that's not that's not what it is. Like there's something deeper than that. It's not about looking great on the beach in the summer holiday. <laughs> you know, you, that's not enough to motivate you. That's just a superficial goal. So yeah. let's get deeper into this. And that's what probably led me to the point for for me of wanting to be strong. Mm. You know, I want to be strong so that when I'm older. I've got enough sort of muscles, you know, everything is is strong enough for me yeah. to still have my posture and all those things. And that's what it's about. You know, yeah. losing weight is, is obviously a, a bonus, but it's more focused on being strong. Yeah. The same with like setting up business, right? Yeah. And it's the kind, you know, you can, you can, people always say, and I know we all, we, we often get the same comments. It's, oh, you're so busy. How do you fit everything in? You're so busy. You know, you're everywhere. How do you fit everything in? And it's because I have put the processes and systems in place that allows me to focus on the things that are important yes. to me. And it's allowed me to do what I do. And it's because I've formed those good habits. I have some terrible, terrible habits, <laughs> which I need to address day at a time. But <laughs> 1%. 1%. But it, I do follow. I mean, I get these tips now, but, you know, one of the biggest tips I can say to people, and I say this to my coaches all the time, don't over don't overstretch yourself too much yeah and just focus on being that one percent better than what you were yesterday and James Clear says that quite frequently in his he book does, yeah. just be one percent better than what you were yesterday and that com- that's not only in terms of habits that's with everything learning you know a, a, going out doing things that you want to do but don't don't think that I'm, I'm here today and I'm going to be there tomorrow it's just just one percent so that's one of the big ones the other tip is you know we make we we make mistakes and that's a given. And we are going to make mistakes. And if you, and this is, I'm doing my self-therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have a moment there. I'm self-therapy for myself. But, you know, you will fall off the wagon, as they say, and you will go back into, you know, but you can still go back, you know, back to what you were doing, you know, go back. Yeah. You don't have to start from the start. Yeah. You just go back a day. Like one day you might make a mistake. So one day I might, you know, when, I'm going to use the whole eat, health eating thing. Is that just because you've had a burger and chips? On, on the Wednesday doesn't mean that you can't go back to a salad on the Thursday. You know, and somebody always, somebody, you know, when I used to um, get nutritional advice and stuff like that, the, the person say is just because you lose 10 pounds doesn't mean you're going to empty your bank account with 15,000 pounds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, same, and that, that made me remember. So, I, you know, it's trying to form that habit of saying, okay, I fell off the wagon and I made a mistake. It's okay. I'm going to go back to it tomorrow and I'll, I'll try and eat well. And it's not, you know, I had really unrealistic expectations of what I was going to achieve with things like healthy eating. Yeah. That always, and it's been, and I'm sure lots of people can probably resonate, but that's what the yo-yo thing starts, right? It's like I want to lose three stones in three days. I want to drink all these <laughs> shakes. I want to make a big difference to my life. And then it might work for you. And then you fall into that bad habit again. Then you're back to where you started. And what I realized is that every single day you make a choice. And just because you might make 
the wrong choice doesn't mean that you're going to fail. Just next day, you just yeah. appreciate that and start again. And that's what I, I'm still learning, so hence why it's self-therapy. <laughs> but every day I have to remind myself that you will make mistakes and you may go back into bad habits, but it's okay because the next day is a fresh day. Yeah. And you can start again. Oh, nice. That's lovely. Those are my tips. So I've got a couple. I'll try and keep it to a couple. Um, one of them is is to be accepting of your environment if it's outside of your control. And, and I say that as someone who at the start of this year was quite fortunate to have some holidays and I was on a on a course that was residential. So my ability to control certain things about my habits was, was gone mm. because of the environment that I was in. And right. it's very easy to then beat yourself up because you can't do the things that you've kind of started to create. Um, but actually you have to recognise where that might not always be possible. So if you are in an environment where it's too difficult... For short time, I'm talking about just you know coming off the wagon for a bit. That you have to accept that and be in the moment yeah. and and be present and do what you can yeah. to to put those best habits in place. Um, the other one is is around the friction. You know, put friction in, take friction out to help you create those habits. You know, so I said that I have my phone in another room, which is my alarm clock. So when I get up in the morning, what I also do is put clothes out ready for me to pick up to then so I'll literally get up yeah. turn the alarm off get ready put my either gym kit on or my stuff on to go for a walk and then I'm I'm out the door so I, I've I've enabled that to happen without having to wake my husband up by rummaging around in a drawer yeah. for, for stuff you put the system in place I've put the system in place and yeah. that's that's the bit that's that's important there's lots of stuff around having focus time so I'll pop a link to the productivity episode that we did I think back in season one we did that yeah. one so I'll pop a link in for that one because there's quite a lot of stuff in there about timers and things like that that will help you focus um, and and I think it's also thinking about what are the habits that are going to help you so whether it's maybe thinking about what's the perfect day or the perfect week for you mm. and then what are the habits that you need to enable that and I love Matt Haig who's a, an author um, he says in one of his books, find a routine that's baggy enough to live in. Oh, I and I, I like just that. love that because I really struggle with routine. You know, I don't have one anymore. I don't work a nine to five. I don't I don't have any routine. Every week is different. And I can beat myself off about that on a regular basis. So I have to find something that's baggy enough and a system that's going to enable me to have the right habits, but that isn't going to be too strict. Love that. Find that's a routine really cool. that's I love that. baggy enough to live in. Oh my God, I'm going to, that's my new quote. That's your new one. I know. I know, that's really cool. I love that. What about you, Trudy? Yeah. What are your top tips? For me, I'm going to pick one from James Clear, um, who talks about start with something that's easy and that you can't say no to. And and one of the things I like about that particular one is that he talks about, you know, if it's about reading a book, read one minute of that book. You know, just read for one minute, Perfect. write for one minute, do just th write three sentences if it's a journal. And by doing that, the minute that you start, you you end up not stopping and you keep going. Yeah. And you don't have to intentionally think, right, I'm going to start, but I'm not going to stop. What you do is you do that one minute. And even if all you can do is that one minute for the next week, just go with that yeah. and, and keep doing it. And that's where the consistency comes in and so on. And before you know it, you're reading the whole book. Yeah. That's a really great one. Um, and then... Um, another one is watch the stories that you tell yourself. So we have talked a little bit about, you know, the monkeys on our shoulder, the imposter syndrome, you know, the different messages that come into our brain. But actually, if we if we pay too much attention to some of the negative ones, you know, when, when things don't go quite right and you don't stick with a habit, um, the level of disappointment can 
overwhelm you. And then if you start to, to join in with the conversation, the negative conversation that's telling you that you're, you're rubbish because you did yeah. fail, you've ended up reiterating the negatives that actually cause a problem. So it's getting into that mindset of, do you know what? I'm going to watch the stories that I keep yeah. for myself and the stories that I keep telling myself. Yeah. And all of these, you know, we're talking about personal habits here, but I think they have a great impact on professional life. Huge, Absolutely, huge. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't live my life in its entirety for me. So it's yeah. interesting that you said, you know, we talk a bit about personal. For me, it's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, all of it is, it's, it's one life. So it, it works. I don't its think way it's separate from everything. Yeah. yeah. No, and it definitely. I think we have the. I think we have the privilege and the opportunity because we work for ourselves, right? So we yeah. make up our time are flexible we you know we can decide if we want to on a Tuesday we're not going to work and that's okay but love that I know <laughs> I know how great but it's for those folks who have to stick to a routine to an extent for work and sometimes if you you can fall into those bad habits because everybody around you is kind of doing that yeah you know. and I think for those that are in that environment where they are in an organization you know ask the question I've got a friend that starts work at eight so she's always worked like eight till eight till six I think ridiculous yeah. and uh, we do personal training together at the weekend and we do some in the week and and one of the days we said look could you do seven in the morning and just start at nine and she was like what? Yes, but I've not, I don't like, it was so alien because yeah. there's such routine, yeah. but actually her boss had said like, work whenever, it doesn't matter, yeah. it's fine. So now sort of two days a week, she'll get up, do a workout in the morning, start her day and she loves it. But yeah. it was, someone has to sort of challenge that yeah. thinking and I, I'd encourage anyone that's maybe feeling very stuck. Yeah, that's what coaches do. That's what, you know, people are there for, any one mm -hmm. of your friends to just challenge some of your thinking that's become quite ingrained, especially in the last few years as to how you could do things a bit yeah. differently. And yeah. that's really, that's a good one actually because one of my coaches loves running and her new job hasn't allowed her to go for workouts. And and I said to her, what can you do in your day that you said within your control? I said, and she and she said, oh, well, maybe I can go for a lunch a run at lunchtime. Like, Amazing. Something yeah, that, that, there you go. You said, oh, I think I can go for a run at lunchtime. It's my time. Have a quick lunch. Go for a run. Yeah. I'll go for a run and have a quick lunch. And that, and, and since doing that for herself, it has been transformational in yeah. her habit. And every, and she misses it. So she, start, she started off doing it once a week, introduced it, and now she does it three times a week. Yeah. And she absolutely, and that that reminded me that that's what they did. And it's just kind of go, what, what can you do in the day yeah. then? Yeah. That's within your control. That's I, excellent. I can do that. And you can do it from, you know, like from, I know people when I used to work in, in houses, that used, they used to go for a run first thing in the morning. Yeah. And then start work. Yeah. And they, they added it into their routine. Well, you can, I mean, my husband run, sometimes will run home from the office yeah. because it's a good sort of 40 minute run. So rather than get home, get changed and then idea. go out for a run, yeah. he's like, oh, I'll just run home. And then when I go in tomorrow, I'll grab my stuff and bring yeah. it home. Yeah. Amazing. Perfect. It is. And, that, and, and, you know, that is a great, I think that's a great point to end on. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. Great point to end on. It is, you know, it, definitely, definitely look at your day, look at where you can make those changes. Have accountability buddies, actually. That's yeah, a good one. That's Big a one. really good one. Well, we have that. We, we have, have that amongst so ourselves. Tips so we've so we got loads of tips. Yeah, we could go all day. <laughs> all day. And, but that will start making a big difference. And if you have, if, if this has really helped you, we'd love to hear from you. I think that's really important that we get the engagement back yeah. from you. So we know that it's helped or what's helped for you so we can share it with our listeners and put it in our newsletter that we do uh, on a monthly basis. If you didn't know we did a newsletter, we do uh, have a newsletter so please do sign up we'll put it in our show notes so yeah, you can yeah. register for that and in our newsletter we share top tips we, we link to you to some, some useful resources so it's a great thing for you to kind of connect with us on as well and we'll we'll respond back to that so please do do that but go ahead and go and change your yeah. habits change yeah. your habits change yeah. your life I'm going to throw that chocolate and I'm going to get some yogurt <laughs>
Good habit changing. Good habit change. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you for listening. If you want to find out more or subscribe to our newsletter, visit camedgerebels.com. We'd love to continue this conversation, so please connect, ask questions, and share your thinking with us. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, under Calm Edge Rebels. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to rate and review us.